Okay, guys. If you have kids, I need you to listen to this. If you don't have kids, I still need you to listen to this. If you are a person living in America, I need you to listen to this because I am ready to go off about my next topic. And I have a question. Why don't y'all's kids know how to read? We are living in a generation of degenerates who are all on a middle school reading level. And as almost half of the people in this country, I don't know if you knew this, cannot even read at all. And this isn't just about reading. This episode, I'm going to be talking about the public school system and where it's going wrong, how it's designed to set you up to fail, and how I'm becoming now a strong advocate for homeschooling because this right now has become the most ridiculous institution that I have ever participated in. You know, I've been doing this teaching thing for about 12 years now, and I have so many questions, you know, just things I've seen over time, and uh, I started in actually kindergarten, and it was pretty, you know, the kids are really cute or whatever, but when it came to teaching them, I was like, how do parents go a whole five years without teaching their children anything? No basic colors, numbers, nothing. Like, what in the world were you doing for half a decade? Your kids come in, they don't know anything, they don't know just ABC123, like nothing. Like, what in the world were you doing? So, right now, it's time for me to go on a rant about this again, like I just said, because I am an expert at this. I'm an expert at everything that I've seen going on within the school system and before you, you know, you're like, eh, I don't want to feel like listening to this just like I tell you about any other topic. I do need you to listen to this because either you have a child, you're going to have a child, maybe one day you might accidentally have a child, and you are going to have to put them through this thing called the American public school system. And now some of you may not have been the best students in school, and probably you don't want to hear anything that has to do with any of this, but I am here to reveal some secrets to you. Now, of course, all of us have been through school, and you know, even if you dropped out or whatever, you've gone through some kind of schooling, so you kind of know, obviously, what is in the schools, but 2021, all of this new stuff, you probably don't know what's going on. You send your kids off to school or whatever, you just see stuff online and you think like, oh, these kids are fine. There's nothing going on that's too serious. But it may come as a surprise to you that you are being taught by some people who have absolutely no idea what they're doing. They're not qualified. They are pushing, let's say, some things that they shouldn't be pushing. And we are pushing out and and pushing out into the world Um, an entire generation of illiterate children, soon to be adults or now adults or whenever they graduate, they are adults. And it may come as a surprise to you, but majority, if not all of them, are not going to be ready for the real world because they have been set up to fail. I know it's crazy, right? But let me tell you why I want to go on a tirade about this. In all my 12 years of being in education, I feel like I've seen it all. 
Now, of course, there are people who have been in this career way longer than I have. But as a millennial, as someone who feels like they are still connected to this current generation, and by current generation, I mean like the Gen Zers, I kind of like understand them. I feel like it's all going downhill and there's just no saving anyone anymore. Now, it isn't to say that I don't have any hope or no longer believe in the kids because I really do. And I really like love what I do. But there are so many who have so much potential. But the overall system is a really a failure. And like I said before, the average American only reads at a seventh to eighth grade level. And being in the schools, it's much lower than that, at least where I teach at. The students are some of them aren't even at the middle school level. So this is just the average American adult. And I'm not sure how many of you knew this, but prior to like the 1800s, kids just learned from home and there was no kind of system of going to school and staying there all day and learning from a teacher. It wasn't until like the Industrial Revolution where this system was implemented to essentially create a generation of factory workers. And again, I am, I teach world history. I am special ed certified and I also teach journalism, but This is the part where I school you guys on the actual history of all of this stuff. Now, whether this is true or not, we do know that in the late 1800s, early 1900s, it was a booming time here in America due to the Industrial Revolution, and a lot of children actually worked in factories. However, there are mixed opinions when it comes to why these school systems or how this thing became because of course each state is different and their education system is different but schools did become in some respects like factories but not necessarily because they were mimicking factories or preparing children to work in factories but rather both the workplace and school as well as other like 19th century institutions were partaking in some of the same ethos of efficiency and manipulation and mastery of skills so they started to put them on these, you know, routines and bell systems. And that's kind of like where the bell thing came from. And the people in charge at the time who were these leaders in the industrial revolution wanted to produce more workers. And again, like I said, there's a lot of people who debate this and they're like, no, that's not what happened. That's not why, you know, there's a schedule and bells, but We know that if kids are coming from the factories and going into the schools, they're already kind of used to that routine schedule, bell-to-bell factory system. So why not continue to produce those type of employees for your companies? This essentially starts taking the whole creativity thing away from kids because now you're just putting them on a system and telling them what to learn, not how to learn. You're telling them what to think and not how to think. So you're producing essentially robots. And that kind of leads me into this current public school system. Now, again, again, I said I've been in this game for about 12 years. And yes, I do love it. But let me go ahead and get that out of the way. Because some of you are like, oh, she's doing this complaining. But you don't see what I do for my kids. And I do, yes, I do complain, if you want to call it that, about everything that goes on within these schools. But again, we do not teach kids how to hone in on their crafts and talents, and rather we just test and test and test. And we're not allowing creativity. And you do have, of course, when you get to high school, the kids have electives and they can kind of choose like what they want to do in life or something that they kind of start getting a little interest in. But that isn't until your 16th, 17th year 
whenever you start to do stuff like that. So what are we doing for those other 10 years prior? We're not allowing kids to use their brain for something else because, again, not all kids are good test takers. Not all kids are good, you know, readers. And, of course, all of that does start at home and everybody's different and everybody's story is different. But if we can find a way to get kids from that age group all the way up until graduation or adulthood to find what it is that they're good at. And I don't know how we would test that, grade that. Do you even test that or grade that? I don't know. But there needs to be a way to where it's not just test, test, test and learn things that we will never even use in life. Now, every time I tell somebody that I'm a teacher, they always ask me, what grade? What do you teach? Whatever. And as soon as I say high school, they're like, oh my gosh, oh no, I don't know. I can't believe you do that. I could never do that. Because now... Those of you who have social media, you know, you see stuff that goes on in the schools. You're constantly seeing students fighting each other, students fighting teachers, teachers fighting students, just inappropriate behaviors, just all kinds of stuff that you're just like, there's no way I would want to deal with that on a daily basis. So again, because I'm online all the time, because I'm in the system every single day, there are a few things that I do want to share with you that have happened most recently within the public school system of America. And I will first start with Oregon. In Oregon, the Democratic Democrats, the Democratic governor, Kate Brown, she signed a Senate bill, uh, Senate bill 744, a new law that suspends requirement for basic skills tests in math, reading and writing. The most important thing that you need to know as an adult here in this world Um, to graduate high school and she's being praised by people because they think this is like some type of way to rethink education standards and you know that there are certain kids who are misguided and it will hurt children in the long run if you know we continue to have these standards or whatever so this dude his name's chris boyle he's a spokesperson for the governor because the governor just refuses to answer any questions about it whenever people ask her what she just did Uh, But he said the new standards for graduation would aid Oregon's black, Latino, Latinx. I hate, first of all, I hate that term Latinx. It's so dumb. Indigenous, Asian, Pacific Islander, and tribal students of color. And and I, when I read that, I was like, okay, so what are you trying to say? That any minority student isn't smart enough to pass the standard graduation requirements that everyone else has. And then I was like, well, you know what a good way to help these students of color? How about we raise the expectations and standards at home first? Stop assuming that just because a student is a minority, in which really we are the majority now, that they need assistance because they aren't smart enough to figure things out on their own. We don't need handouts. We don't need assistance. We don't need, let's dumb it down for you guys because that is how and why they keep you at the bottom. If you don't raise expectations and you don't raise standards, then you aren't going to try harder. You're not going to do as much. And those who will do more are the ones who are going to get more. So let's stop doing that. That is the most frustrating thing to me is the assumption that just because someone is black, Hispanic, whatever, that they need extra accommodations to get by without even allowing them to even try first. I 
y'all i'm i'm trying to woosah right now moving on y'all know i've mentioned this twitter page several times before but libs of tiktok y'all get on twitter and follow libs of tiktok because they're constantly exposing teachers and what agendas they're pushing in the school system and i've seen like endless videos endless videos of teachers coming out to their students kids who have no idea what sex or sexuality even is yet too young to know what that is and they're posting videos like it's some kind of achievement like one girl was like oh i just came out to my students my sixth graders like they're like what 11 and she's crying in the video and i was like is this some kind of like achievement in life like why are you posting a video about it like why is that even a thing why are you telling kids stuff like that like y'all again get on lips of tiktok and watch all these teacher videos because there there's just so many that i'm like you know i know i talk to the kids about certain things but that is not at all one of them when they ask me about do you have a boyfriend do you have this do you have that all of that stuff like that's not we're not talking about that stuff We talk about things that are going to help you in life, make you be successful, and all of this nonsense that other teachers are doing, I'm like, oh my gosh, what a waste of time. I just get these kids out of those classrooms. Anyways, moving on. In Ohio, there was a mayor who asked all five of his board members of his town to resign or face possible criminal charges over high school course material that he called and said was child pornography. So this is in Hudson, Ohio. Mayor Craig Schubert made the statement during a board of education meeting after multiple parents complained about the content of some writing prompts contained in a book called 642 Things to Write About, provided to high school students enrolled in a college credit course called Writing in the Liberal Arts 2. Parents said there was a prompt that asked students to write a sex scene you wouldn't show your mom. And then another which said, rewrite the sex scene from above into one that you'd let your mom read. Cringe. I, ugh, disgusting. And in a, in a board meeting, and I saw this on, I saw this video on Twitter. He's like really upset and he's like, he says, and I quote, it has come to my attention that your educators are distributing essentially what is pornography in the classroom. This is what he said to the school board. He said, I've spoken to the judge this evening. She's already confirmed that. So I'm going to give you a simple choice. Either choose to resign from the board of education or you will be charged. Now, I don't know if these people will be charged because the story is developing still, but what in the world? There was another, um, and I did not look this up specifically, but I did see the video of this mom talking to um, the school board and the district of her child's school because she saw a book that he brought home and I guess the library or something told him not to bring it home, but inside were some pretty like graphic disgusting sexual things that were meant for like the book was for fourth graders and they had pictures in it and i mean like i said it's like i don't think people understand what is being pushed in these schools and what's being allowed and when you're allowing everything 
to be okay and every, I'm sorry, every pronoun, every this, every that, every gender, every, I mean, it's becoming absolutely insane that no one wants to stop anything because there's always going to be somebody who's like, I'm offended by this. Uh, You're not accepting me. I'm being ostracized by everyone else and blah, blah, blah. And and it's just becoming ridiculous that we're tiptoeing around everything and allowing everything and you don't understand and see what your kids are learning in schools or rather what just children, nieces, nephews, anyone that you have that's close to you who is a child, what they're picking up because this is what's being pushed through teachers, school boards, the school district, whatever. And it's absolutely insane. And of course, most recently we have school districts who are siding with political figures and political whatever politics, and they're basing rules and regulations around these entire beliefs. And of course, I've said this once, two, three, four, five, a million times that we keep seeing this with this whole face mask thing, because you got the governor who says, hey, it should be an option. Let people choose. And then you got some school districts that are like, you're going to kill everyone. Oh, my gosh, if my kid sees another kid's face, like they're going to die. Oh, my gosh. And it's becoming like exhausting. And I know I've exhausted y'all about all of this, but imagine how exhausted we are that we have to continue to listen to this lunacy and, and the kids having to hear it every single day and they don't have an end goal for any of this. There's no end goal. There's no end date. There's no nothing. It's just like, wear it, wear it, wear it, because we refuse to give up our stance, because if we do, then it looks like we are a Republican, or we look like we're giving into the other side, because, you know, they, they don't want to seem like that. And that's crazy, that we are doing all of this surrounded and based on politics, and everyone's suffering because of it. Because no one wants to look like the bad guy or whatever, and nobody wants to let it go. It's like, just give it up already. You've lost, you're losing. All of this is falling apart. And if you don't fix it soon, it's going to collapse faster than you think. You know, I've worked with several teachers over time and over the course of this year. And I have friends who are in the field and we just no longer care about any of this stuff anymore. It's like we're done with the rules. We're done with the system that's pushing things that we don't agree with anymore. And when it comes to these masks, the kids are suffering in the long run because they are not even, you know, with the older kids is fine and I think it's okay. But with the little babies and the young ones, like this is all they know. And you know, of course you didn't know this because you, you guys aren't looking this stuff up, but there was a, um, this experiment called the still face experiment. And, uh, it was actually developed in the seventies or conducted in the seventies by Dr. Ed Tronic. And it was an experiment to give insight on how parents, uh, reactions can affect the emotional development of a baby. And I actually watched this video on YouTube and uh, a mom was with her baby. She's playing with the baby and they ask her to, you know, smile and laugh and interact with the child. And then after doing that for a few minutes, they ask her to turn around and just stare at the child. No emotion, no nothing. And you watch the kid look at the mom and just see like she has no emotion, no anything. And the baby starts smiling and trying to get like some kind of reaction. And then slowly over the course of like not even a minute, the kid is like 
noticing was a baby and then baby's noticing like okay my mom's not smiling my mom's not laughing and then the baby starts to get agitated and then the baby starts crying the baby starts getting really fussy and it made me think like there are these little kids these kindergartners the ones who have only known covid you know with school they're going into the third school year in a row and and now being let's say they started in 2020 as kindergartners and now they're in second grade all they've known is face masks so what kind of kids are we pushing out into the world now and hopefully we get rid of this thing soon and hopefully when they get home that they're not still in them but we are developing people who have no emotions no nothing they're not interacting and they're becoming angry they're becoming agitated when they come to school I, I deal with a lot of angry kids I don't know where it's coming from but it definitely wasn't like this whenever we were in school of course we didn't have COVID and this quote fake pandemic or whatever that is that they're doing now but parents are allowing their children to be covered up they're allowing schools to take over they're allowing districts to have total control over your child you're allowing them to push rules that you may not agree with but you're too scared to say anything you're allowing them to teach them things that you are not comfortable with you're allowing all of this to happen and you think that you are not strong enough to go against them and fight them but really you are because at the end of the day the the schools do cave to the parents i don't care what anybody says there have been so many incidents where you know, they've been like, well, just do it. The parents angry, the parents this, the parents that. They'll cave to you eventually. So I'm asking you, if you, even if you're not a parent, because probably if you're listening to this, you're not a parent. I'm not a parent, but I've been around kids for a long time and I see what's going on and it's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm just fed up. Like, I really am. I'm, I don't know what to do. I love kids. I love teaching them. But this public school system that we are not pushing out people who are meant to do great. And I think the people who do great are the ones who drop out, don't go to college and just do things on their own. Now, I don't encourage that. I don't encourage my kids to drop out. I don't encourage any of that stuff because we do, at the end of the day, most likely they will need a diploma, a degree or some sort to have a job because everyone is an entrepreneur. I couldn't do it. I, I mean, now I could, I think I could. But, you know, when I was in high school, I didn't think I didn't have those type of dreams and to be an entrepreneur or to do anything on my own. I needed school. I needed the system for me to get a job and just live like a normal nine to five life. Um, But now this is it's absolute BS. And I don't know where we draw the line because we do need school. And there are some great teachers. There are really great teachers who are not for any of this stuff. And I don't, um, you know, want kids to not have those type of, um, interactions with those type of people, but the overall public school system is just collapsing. (laughs) I don't know how long it's been like that. Maybe since the beginning, since we started doing all of this stuff, because we are pushing things that shouldn't be pushed. We're allowing things that should not be allowed. People are not saying anything that they should be saying. And I'm becoming a strong advocate for homeschooling. I think kids, well, if you have the means, of course, to take your kids like out and, you know, experience life and and be able to go to museums and take your kids out to like 
little mini field trips, but everybody doesn't have the means to do that. So yes, you do have to send your kids to school, but I I would encourage parents to really pay attention to what your kids are learning in school. And if, again, if you don't have kids, pay attention to what your little nieces and nephews are doing. Or like I said, if you accidentally have a kid, you'll eventually have to put them through the school system if you don't have the means to keep them at home or, you know, make sure they're good whenever they're 18 and good for the rest of their life. But I want to end it with this. I want you to teach your children Do not rely on the public school system to do it, especially if you want your kids to actually become something in life.